0: Whoa. welcome to base camp where men join together to seek deeper understanding of authentic menhood and apply principles from god's word to our daily lives if you're looking for the next level in men's ministry join us and experience a life of christian fellowship with men sold out for our lord and savior jesus christ may god be praised Uh, Okay, guys, excuse me real quick here. It's a little warmer up here than I expected. Um, I don't know whoever turned the heat up for me there on purpose. I really... Give me just a second here, fellas. So. ah, What's what's wrong? I I don't get it. Uh, uh, There we go. Uh, There we go. Okay, so... um, so, (laughs) So for anyone... Hey, how you doing Jericho? For anyone that, uh, that, whether you did or did not get to watch Navy win America's game this past Saturday, I do just want to take a moment, um, a halftime show, Lee Greenwood showed up and let me tell you, my second most, uh, the, the, the second greatest highlight of the day for me was um, singing in that stand with some 70,000 other fine Americans. And um, just to sing that song <laughs> um, out loud again, unashamedly, as an American was, um, it was a great moment. I highly recommend, check it out on YouTube. Um, it, was, it was just a wonderful day uh, to be an American. I think anyone can attest, whatever service you come from, that um, when we all come together like that. I think my, my wife posts the same thing every year on Facebook. It's, it's the only game where everyone... Willing to play is is um, or the, where everyone playing is willing to die for everyone watching. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Jack, um, thank you so much for uh, that analogy of me being a, a hard girl to date. Um, my wife will <laughs> really appreciate that. He did come to me at the beginning of this year, and my and in my very non-committal way, I said, Oh yeah, sure, Jackie. Yeah, I put me a, put me a, pencil me in. That's me. And for the end of semester, right? That way I could wave off later on. Um, so, uh, and then I realized um, uh, last month when he tagged back up with me. No, he was serious. You know, you, you Harry, you're you're on. So, okay, uh, topic, Jack. It's oh, it's on redemption. Oh, redemption. Oh yeah, got that. All right, yeah, you bet pencil me in. Uh, you can go ahead and erase it and, and put me down. I committed. Now, that can of corn. Okay, so I dust off an old presentation that I used in high school ministry, you know, and I use that to sum up my personal testimony in a stirring uh, emotional appeal to you fine gentlemen and convey how God redeemed this life from the pit. And it's, uh, for, for those that have, uh, if you spent time with me before, um, very difficult for me only to use 20 minutes on myself. Okay, um, so anyway, I figured yeah, an, an hour or two of preparation the weekend prior, I, sh- I should be pretty, uh, pretty good to go. So, uh, oh great, let's see here. And you know, God's got a way of getting your attention and humbling you, okay? And so a couple of weeks ago, I'm reading, I'm, I'm finishing up the last couple chapters of Revelation in my devotion time. And I get this in my ESV study Bible And I thought, oh, this is quite, you know, oh, the bookends biblical, this is kind of fitting for what we're finishing up base camp for here. And I realized, oh, um, that's a little bit bigger than Harry you standing up there and um, 20 20 minutes on an emotionally appealing and uh, stirring testimony. And again, for you fine gents, uh, I figured I owe you a little bit more on the academic side, maybe something a little more intellectually stimulating than um, what about me. So uh, let's see. We'll jump right in. I want to talk a little bit. uh, My approach here, give you something informational, something doctrinal, something practical to walk away with. I was encouraged to read in uh, Baker's Evangelical Dictionary of Biblical Theology that a simple definition for salvation is nearly impossible because of the context that's used in Scripture. And so, um, both textually and thematically, the overriding message of the Bible is on salvation. And so, the Hebrew here, yeah, all right, there you go. Yeshua, to help in distress, and to deliver, rescue, to set free, to liberate. Oh yeah, Jack, that is a far away, away from here, but okay, I'll make it work. Um, that, that, should, that term, that Hebrew term, should sound familiar to everyone. Any, any idea, names there? Yeshua from, okay, Yeshua, Joshua to save, and Jesus, our Lord and Savior, named accordingly because he would save his people. Uh, used 85 times, excuse me, 198 times in the Old Testament and specifically in the infinity t- infinitive to save, 85 times. So in, in the Greek, soteria, Alec, 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 am I good? Soteria, thank you, Paisan. Uh, yeah, so it's used about 70, uh, 45 times as salvation in the New Testament context as deliverance. And I... I uh, A.W. Pink, who's an early 20th century evangelical English Bible teacher. He sparked renewal in Calvinism at the turn of the 20th century. He wrote this regarding the salvation that we all know as, as an embrace in faith as Christians. Fourfold salvation saved from the penalty, the power, the presence, and most importantly for us, the pleasure of sin. So, here we go. What do we believe here at BCC? I'm gonna keep doing this, I can tell. Uh, you will have to bear with me. Uh, human salvation's holy work of God's free grace. Nothing, absolutely, we bring nothing to the table in our, gener- in our, uh, in our salvation whatsoever. And uh, I'm already all over the place. Peliquin, where are you? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For it is grace you have been saved through faith, and it is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by yeah, that's right. He died upon the cross as a sinless substitute for sinners of all ages and all times. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Let's hear it, Maureen. For God so loved the world that He gave us His only Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish and have eternal life. Hoorah. Yeah, his death perfectly satisfies the demands of God's holy justice and appeases his holy wrath. Morgan Davis, right home from Clemson. Army ROTC, what you got? For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his Son, and all restored this, we will certainly be saved through the life of his Son. Good to see you, Morgan. All who receive by faith the resurrected Jesus Christ, the Savior and Lord, spiritually born into permanent relationship with God and the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Dave. When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed in him, you were also sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. He is the down payment of our inheritance for the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. Sealed. Down payment. Thank you. God imputes his righteousness to those who put their faith solely in the substitutionary death of Christ um, for their salvation. Uh, who I got? That was uh, Scott. Romans four. <laughs> All right, that's salvation here at BCC, gents. Thanks, fellas. Let's see, redeem. To redeem and redemption in biblical context. Um, Now, in in the Old Testament uh, ancient world here, the context in which the social, legal, and religious customs, um, this, the metaphor of redemption includes the ideas of loosing from a bond or setting free from captivity captivity or slavery, buying back something lost or sold, exchanging something in one's possession for something possessed by another, and ransoming a life. So uh, in in the Hebrew here, the legal term concerning the substitution required for a person or animal delivered uh, is padach, and ga'al is the legal term for um, deliverance of some person, property, or right to which someone had a previous claim through family or possession. Kapar means uh, literally to cover. And what we know is to cover, sin, atonement. Um, so that's, that's uh, Old Testament Hebrew there. Alec, that was good. Yeah, good. Okay. Pronunciation, we're there. Those were fairly simple. Um, New Testament Greek, litron is ransom. Redemption language and its merged with substitutionary language when it's uh, pitched as, as far as um, uh, Jesus' sacrificial death for us. And so, and uh, now these, these terms actually are used only a handful of times. While, while the concept of redemption in New Testament theology is um, critical, um, it's, it's fairly limited. Like I said four times, uh, the, the Gospels use, uh, use litron just a, a couple of times, and Paul uses, who oh boy, a polytrosis, redemption, in, in the meaning of deliverance and substitution, uh, whereby Christ is that, um, uh, Christ is that um, service of redemption to us. Matthew twenty twenty eight. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Litron. Okay, so what we believe here at BCC for redemption. Oh, I'm back and forth here, guys. As a result of this faith, the redeemed sinner receives eternal life, now freed from the penalty power of sin in heaven and from the presence, just like A.W. Pink said, huh? Uh, Paulie Kim. Romans one. there is therefore amen amen that's right amen uh redemption does not however promise that we'll escape earthly consequences past present or future sinful acts gordo hebrews twelve six says because the lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes everyone he accepts as a son ed hong <coughs> thus you are to know in your heart that the lord your god is disciplining you just as yeah, and I should probably get someone to look up Psalms ninety four ten. Why did we do? Why did I use all those verses, guys? Because that discipline is typically what it takes for us, right? You got to beat that into our heads. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, now, neither is one station in life, physical circumstances, financial status, necessarily indicative of the state of one's ha- uh, heart before after salvation. Okay, I read that to understand after you accept that's uh, we're not rewarded on the front end or the back end of that there's nothing that indicates the status of our heart uh, then and then uh, lastly here god may grant physical health and material prosperity to some but based on his specific grace alone in accordance with His sovereign purpose and plan scotty davis i have learned to be content whatever Amen. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. I also found uh, terms of redemptive and redemption elsewhere in in the BCC Statement of Faith. Here, here's here's great news. Um, God's creative purpose and redemptive plan cannot be thwarted. He is sovereign over all. Genesis fifty twenty. And after all these things. Joseph said to his brothers, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result that <coughs> preserved many people alive. Nice mate. And uh, God draws sinners to Christ. He imparts new life to them and dwells them from the moment of spiritual birth in order to confirm them, conform them ultimately to the image and likeness of Christ. And seals them until the day of redemption. Dave Siebert, where are you? Let's come back to that one again. When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed in Him, you were also sealed with the promise Holy Spirit. He is the down of our inheritance, for the redemption of the possession of the praise of His glory. Amen. Sealed, fellows. We got that. Okay, so uh, that's, that's what uh, doctrinally, that's what we're all about here at BCC, okay? So let me just say that when I came back to this after studying, uh, doing the word study um, in, in preparation for this, I gained a, a very much a new perspective about God's redemptive design for, uh, the, for mankind and, and history. And um, what really encouraged me about this diagram is right here. Okay, when you look and when you consider that God uh, in eternal glory, ex nihilo, I think, right? Alec, I get that right? Thank you. Out of nothing, um, created good, created man to be in relationship with him. Yeah, we destroyed it. We destroy it. God's redemptive plan throughout the course of history. Now, you'll notice in those last couple of uh, chapters of Revelation there, and for those that have um, uh, been following along with Marty on, on Sunday evenings, um, once creation is complete and perfect, we will reign with God in eternal glory. Now, that may sound like the Sunday school answer on what, uh, what's on the other side of redemption to all of us. Um, I, I found this incredibly, in, just in a new way, refreshing, encouraging, assuring, and um, just knowing that I'm of value and worth more than I've had considered in the past. So where are we today? Uh, We can see here the church age. Previously in the first mankind, um, God had promised uh, redemption and salvation through Israel. You can see there's a closed diamond in there. I think this is what this diagram is getting at. Um, But then in the second Adam, the second mankind that came through um, salvation that we know through Jesus Christ, There's an open-ended diamond. I think that what that's trying to depict is that we still there's an open story still left here, and and that's uh, that's where we come in. So last week when Dallas presented this this slide, I found um, I I found it was definitely applicable to rolling into uh, my uh, topic of redemption and salvation today. And um, when we what do what one of the one of the points he was trying to make uh, in all this is that when we choose Christ by faith, uh, we get that, okay? And when we are crucified with Christ, and you can see, let's see, it's number of days to live there on the x-axis and amount of Zoe life on the, on, on the y. And so when we choose, we get that life. With Jesus Christ, and I guess all the way up there, that's supposed to signify, hey, that is eternal glory with Him. Now we also guess what goes away. Oh yeah, that spiritual death gone, because we're reborn in that faith. Um, Now what what I wanted to what what struck me about this slide is when you look and you know depending on where that choice is made, if it's made a little bit over in a lower value for X, there's um. There's maybe not much uh, much damage that you've brought into that. Okay, um, if it's a little considerably uh, higher value in X, much later in life, then there may be considerably more from what you have been redeemed from. And so, I guess what really struck me about this, and as I was preparing for this this week, is um, our story is about what God has redeemed and saved us from that life before we knew Christ. And then um, it's what He's saved and redeemed us for, this eternal life. Again, after physical death, um, but also here, now. This life that we live now, this abundant life, is available to us now, and He expects that we will enjoy that freedom accordingly. Dallas, are you here today? He's not here today. Thanks for the slide. Appreciate it. Um, I, I plagiarized the rest of the, the rest of his slide deck as well. So, a uh, tip of the hat, Dallas, if you're listening right now. Appreciate that. Okay, plagiarism, highest form of professional respect. Uh, let's see here. So. Um, Hey, a couple of guys. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, now, I'm sorry, one more thing. So, uh, yeah, Romans 8.28, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So whatever, whatever you bring from um, in, in your life, in God's redemptive work in, in your life, God's going to work it according to your purpose. Chuck LePay, where are you, my Philadelphian brother? Go ahead. Psalm 9012, teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Your relatives up. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, my fine Pennsylvania brother. All right, so the, now, teach us uh, that our heart teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So that x-axis, right? The x-axis stair. That matters. That verse, uh, it's a life verse for me personally. I know it is for Chuck. Many of you here as well. Because do we know where we're going to land in that x-axis? No idea. So we better uh, number our days aright this very day. We need to mind our days, fellas. So the theme, uh, the practical here, I I really want you guys to take away is, is from and for what have we been redeemed and saved? Okay, man, this is (laughs) killing me. Um, From I know for me, self-gratifying life of sin, deprivation, destruction, rebellion, where my life was headed before that point of grace in my life, and um, certainly uh, God's wrath. Now, I'm going to get grim for a minute here, fellas, okay, because these verses from the Bible should make it very clear to us and motivate us about what eternal damnation is for those that we love and care for. Okay, this is a place of unimaginable torment, day and night forever. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, an outer darkness in which there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I got to tell you, when you think about weeping and gnashing of teeth in a place like that, that should spur us on to good deeds in Christ Almighty. This is the dark and hard reality of what damnation is, fellas, and we should look at, um, at our fellow man in such a way in order to share our story with him. Okay, so that's, that's hard reality. Um, And truth and here what what do we get eternity with our Creator uh, in his imputed righteousness spiritual rebirth and unlike unimaginable torment we receive unimaginable bliss the moment we die and are by his side so uh, abundant life today and for all eternity I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly and I had to add the Westminster Catechism here that man's chief end is to, his aim, not his end, his final end in this, in this day and age for us. Yeah, glorify God and enjoy him forever. So our responsibility here is to know our story, okay? Um, to, to shape it and, um, and to share it ultimately. I'll say, uh, you know, your story matters, fellas. First Peter three fifteen. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you uh, to give the reason for the hope that you have. So, whether you're born in a Christian home, nine years old, I've known this my whole life. This is all. This is all. Um, all I've ever known. All I've ever done. Hey, that testimony. That's not boring. Okay, it's a, be- it's a beautiful testimony, fellas. It's righteous, and it's inspiring. How about those of you that have a story of horrific loss and tragedy in the face of an ideal- ideologically rat- uh, radicalized enemy? That story matters. Your fall on the road to Damascus as a 24-year-old Maybe after having junked everything from leaving home that you knew was good and right and true, noble and virtuous, that story matters. And how about your, uh, those of you suffering from divorce or custody or special needs at home where your soul is ravaged on a daily basis? That story matters. So, in reflection here, what I really... Uh, I'm hoping you guys will pick up from where we left off last week and think about from what God redeemed and saved you. Okay? Your lifestyle, life circumstances, choices you'd made, the direction in which your life was heading, and then for what He redeemed you. Yep, this, this very day in the days to come. And then... Um, and then there's another uh, another activity there at the end in, in reflection. So, God, I want to thank all the guys. Helped me out this morning. They got the tap last night at uh, six o'clock or so in the evening. Uh, Jack, I identified at least a half a dozen other speakers for next uh, for next year. So they don't know it yet, but um, yeah. Anyway, God bless you guys. That's it. is yours.